Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We're still recording. I wonder if we'll be recording when you come back. Here's a song for you. A lovely song. A beautiful song. I hope you like the song. Song is a song. Song, song, song. Hello, and welcome to the Cookbook Circle podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Hannah. And simply put, we review cookbooks. We take one book for each episode and both cook a couple of dishes, then discuss what we liked more likely what we didn't like and give it a rating out of five like all the best recipes it's pretty simple and if you love what we do we're now on patreon this means if you'd like to support us your subscription will help cover the podcast costs from the books themselves the ingredients of what we cook and in return you'll get some fun stuff to find out more visit our website thecookbookcircle.com or you can find the link in our show notes thanks friends now for the podcast We planned it today, guys. We planned who to say hello, and I feel very smug about it. <laughs> We're finishing on a high. No biggie. No, I said hello, I think. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dad joke. Oh. <laughs> Why is it called a dad joke, anyway? <laughs> Inequality. Inequality. <laughs> Women make just as shit jokes as men. <laughs> Yeah, my, by the time you're a mom, like it's like, there's no joking. Everything is very serious. No. <laughs> sure, serious. Anyway, we're here. We are here. Finally. Finale. Recap. Recap. We've come to the end of the boat. Oh, I spent too much time on the tube um (laughs) anyway we are going to run through the season the best bits the worst bits the awards (laughs) all the books everything of season two of the cookbook circle so our theme for season two was i can't even really remember what our original wording for was this because we've butchered it so many times inspiring female chefs I think it was contemporary female chefs. A contemporary female. And by chefs. I by I think okay. I mean I know because I went back um and listened to exactly what our wording was. Uh, oh, someone's done their homework. Well, yeah. After seeing on our on our Instagram that we put honk if you are international woman who write a book. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the Mira Soda episode, wasn't it? We've been honking all season. <laughs> honking those women um yeah well it was just that so many of the suggestions from readers coming through were female chefs right well I think we've had a very female heavy listenership as well which we love 
Um, it's just women championing women, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> we love I don't know what I'm talking about, lads. <laughs> Um, I think that there should be more women champagning women. <laughs> Champagne for my real friends, real real pain for my champ friends. <laughs> Little Fallout Boy reference there? Yeah, you're welcome. Vic and I both have like indie youths that we like to hark back to. Youths. 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 Yeah, I'm, youth. I'm still in it. I went to see Fallout oh, right. Boy like two years ago and I maybe good will go again this year. I love them. They're my fave. <laughs> I'm a perpetual had, like, emo kid. <laughs> we have both have those photos of like having the like deep heavy side fringe and loads of eyeliner. Maybe like a neon neon hairband or something. And we're proud of it. I still maintain that I want to have an indie sleaze house party at one point in my life. But... I have an indie sleaze house party every day, just in my ears. That's all that gets all that gets um suggested to me on Spotify is yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh this is not not but, but <laughs> this is not what we came to talk about. What if any of the indie bands that we love from our youth have written a cookbook? Well, and Alex James, I suppose, has a cookbook. Does he? I don't know. He has yeah, a book about cheese, surely. Yeah, and Kyle Barrett from the Libertines runs that cafe in Margate, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Yeah, with Gizzy Erskine, but then she pulled out. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw they were advertising for someone the other day to work front of house, and I thought, maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll move to Margate and work for the Libertines in a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> All of my like t- teenage dreams combined. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would that was, I you should. Anyway, oh. we very much digress. What are we going to talk about then? We're going to talk about the books that we covered this season um and we're gonna just recap them what did we like what didn't we like <laughs> yeah what are our faves what what disappointed us we're not just angry, do a quick just disappointed <laughs> i'm not angry there was no jamie oliver this season and so i am not angry there's a lot of mentions of him he lives on the ghost of jamie persists <laughs> ghost <laughs> sorry he's still alive he's got a new show everyone can you believe it about one pound cooking one pan or one pound pound oh that would be that would be the next one one pan one pound yeah <laughs> one pan one pound <laughs> and he doesn't even do these sh- well he does them but like i feel like his kids mostly cook in these fucking shows now <laughs> anyway why are we talking about jamie oliver why are we talking because about jamie you're oliver? obsessed with him i am like i am i am <sighs> jamie i love He's you um <laughs> <laughs> right so we run right. through what we covered yes. this season recap okay recap mm-hmm. first book that we did was east. east by mirasoda what a book that was to start with that was a really strong start actually and i haven't come well, no i'm jumping ahead of myself but <laughs> i'm just gonna condense each of my rants from each of the episodes into 30 seconds no this was great yeah, love it. Second was Cook This Book by Marley Baz, our uh, chief abbreviation officer. We were we were quite brutal about that, which I somewhat regret and we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> third was our token tome for this season token in Prison of Veg by Alice Zaslavsky. Yes, I pulled this out the other day to try and... I, I wish I'd looked at this more. I feel like this... Uh, I should have come back to this more. I'm going to leave it out and cook from it because there's mm. a lot of stuff in there that I actually want to make. I've I have used it quite a lot. Um, and not just for a microphone stand for our recordings because it's very big. <laughs> um, but it, I, yeah, it's great. Number four, episode four, was The Pastry Chef's Guide by Ravneet Gill. Cute little book, that. Cordon Bleu in a book. That, that was Hannah's little thing. You should get that on the front of it. Yes. Ravneet, if you're listening, I'm available for book quotes. Not just like handwriting inside the cover, like I want my name on there. Yeah. Anna, the cookbook circle. Exactly. Also, she's blown up, hasn't she, in the course of this? I mean, she was quite famous. And not what? actually. <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> she's everywhere. She's across all medias. Everywhere I look. She's across Ravneet. all of the media. 
she's in our ears. She's in front of our eyes. She is. She's in the the magazines. The magazines. She is. um, Her star is really rising. I like to think we had a small role to play in that. I think we had the the biggest role, actually. You know, we are are the ones holding her up. You're welcome, Ralph. You're welcome. (laughs) And she also has a really cute cat. Episode five was to Asia, from Asia, to Asia, with love, <laughs> from Asia, to Asia, to, to Asia, by Hetty McKinnon. Great, Great. that's oh. another one. I feel like East, that, and In Praise of Veg, I haven't come back to as much as I should have, and I need to get them out again. Mm. Get them out. Get them out. Our sixth episode was the infamous Alison Roman mm-hmm. of Bon Appetit fame uh i did nothing fancy and you did dining in her two books yeah and we had feelings yeah we were not as impressed as we hoped to be yeah we got our first negs comment Mm. on that one didn't we Mm. felt quite bad after that but i was underwhelmed i stand by my underwhelming Mm. Her her sweet treat book is coming out next month, though, right? So maybe we should come back to that, like the reckoning, a reckoning, yes. reckoning episode. Yes, yeah, we should. I think, and I think Judgment Day. We'll get there. I actually was at um, Hannah's house recently. <laughs> I can't remember your name then. Um, <laughs> and I looked through dining in. I took some photos of some of the recipes, you know, and I thought they were there was only there wasn't that many. There wasn't as many as when I got. Uh, OTK, the Otolengi one out, and took a load of pictures of that one, which because I, yeah. I don't have that book. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Anyway, Alison Roman, we'll come back. Well, that's a that's a promise to you, dear listener. We will come back to Alison yeah. Roman in season three, and then the next one was Nadia Hussein with Nadia Bakes. Another tricky one, wasn't it? Yeah. That, was a of, that was a couple of rough episodes, but you know, they didn't work. The recipes didn't work. No, no. And we had a couple of comments on Instagram, didn't we, about that, saying that people felt the same as we did, like it felt not as well researched and tested as our other books. Um, So that's a shame. But then, by episode eight... We're back on a high. We're back on a high with Mezcla by Easterbell Fridge. We have feelings about Mezcla. Um, We hope we convinced you on it. And then we went on to Rukmini Aya with her. I did the quick roasting tin. Hannah talked about India Express, her newest book. Good everyday cooking in that. You know, I think, do we have, I don't know if we have this award. No, we don't. But if we had like an everyday book, you know, if you're looking for inspiration yes. for everyday dinners, I think India Express yeah. would be the one. And maybe you'd say the same for the roast. Yeah, definitely. Tin. And I need to come back to India Express a bit more, I think. I think. I would like to cook from it because it's flavors that I like, and like you say, yeah. quick, easy stuff. Um, you love a one pan now, don't you? Yeah, not sick of that at all. No, not at all. Um, Nistissima by Georgina Hayden. Hayden. Yes, that was a- what a babe. She's also across all medias at the moment. All of the media, yeah, and rightly so. I think that book is genius. Mm. Um, I think every vegan should have that in their arsenal have it in your arsenal because have it in your arsenal <laughs> i was gonna make a dirty shove it, it in your arsenal no you didn't i, was... <laughs> I held back um took me a while to get there lads very inventive cooking and like just such a good premise of a book i, I think that's it was genius genius Gen- yeah also not just vegans just anybody if you enjoy that kind of those flavors those kind of greek cypriot you know uh, flavors and mm. get it because it, you wouldn't even know it's vegan half the time no, exactly. because the flavors are so strong and lovely. Yeah, those leeks I've made those strong leeks and lovely. Lot. That's how I am described strong. by many strong. friends and colleagues. You know that Vic? She's so strong and lovely. Makes <laughs> <laughs> it sound like a horse galloping in the field. <laughs> That's okay. Look at my mane. <laughs> Headphone fell out when I flicked my. <laughs> Kind of sounded like a neigh. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were doing your horse. Nay, nay. Um, you nay <laughs> um, Next up was Anna J, right? Anna J. <laughs> Anna Jones. Modern Way to Eat and One Pop Pan Planet. 
that next Jamie Oliver's next TV show. One pat, one pat, <laughs> one pat. That's another um, good everyday one, actually. A modern way to eat healthy dins. I got feelings about Anna Jones. Feelings, and they're good. Okay. And I'll talk about it in a bit. You really kept us hanging there. You know, that's, like, that's how I do. I'm strong, lovely, and <laughs> like to keep feelings. you all on the edge of your seat. <laughs> I got feelings. And I'll tell you about them later. <laughs> um, Claire Savitt. And then, yes, our Bon Appetit alumni the third uh, trio yeah. Yeah, was complete with Claire Savitt's dessert person. The... Oh, fucking babe. <laughs> She is a babe. I'm so smart. Her and Ravneet, they're so, they're, they're just pastry chef queens. Like, they know so much. <laughs> they're just pastry chefs. Like, yeah. <laughs> Would I ever? I spent my entire life savings to try and become one of these women. Um, they're just, they're so smart and knowledgeable. And they're like, their tips are just <laughs> great tips. <laughs> Two brilliant women with great tips. <laughs> we're really, so we're really lovely. like fucking anti-feminist in this. Sorry, not anti-feminist. Are just we? not being very feminist. Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> we're just talking about women. This, with less than a week since International Women's Day, and you... <laughs> to- back to talking um, about their tips. <laughs> Penultimate was... Olia Hercules. Olia Hercules and Home Food with home food uh which in which i cooked many many mushrooms <laughs> many, <laughs> many, 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 many many mushrooms i got a lot of texts after this from friends who know me well and they were like i really enjoyed how you didn't really like that book but you didn't want to say you didn't really like it <laughs> and it was yeah i guess that's fair because i you know i do we said that a lot in the episode but i do really admire ollie and i think she's great but other recipes didn't really do it for me. So, um, but it was just killing me to say it. I just couldn't. Yeah. Even now, I don't want to. Yeah. But yeah. That I'd like to try another book of hers. I think. Yes, me too. Um, and then we rounded off with Diana Henry. That was a good ending, actually. It was a good beginning for us in the cookbook circle. And go back to listen to that if you haven't listened to it and why that we did Diana Henry. Uh, and it was a good ending to season two. What a list! Yeah, it was really, really good. Was there anyone that we both kind of wanted to cover in the series but didn't get around to, or there were kind of contenders? I had, hmm. I had, I remember talking about Claudia Roden, but she. Oh yeah, I don't have any of her books. No, me neither. Would you believe? Um, I think. She... But I, yeah, I would definitely like to. Her most recent one about Mediterranean food, is it? Looks great. That got a lot of plaudits when it came out, didn't it? Ruby Tando was another contender for me. Oh, yeah. She just, she brought out this last year, Cook As You Are, right? Yeah. And I don't have that, but I'd love it. Cook and it's also an audio book. as you are, as you are, <laughs> as, as you are. are. <laughs> and you, we have both read her first book. Eat up. Yeah, you lent it to me, and that's how I read it. Did you read it all? I don't think I read it all. I kind of leafed. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very big. No, long. but I'm not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> she also does a lot of writing for Vittles, right? Our favourite online food magazine. Yes. Uh, with my number one bae, Jonathan Nunn. And she's she's just great. She she's got great tips as well <laughs> her fo- um her instagram is lovely she takes a great photo she's quite moody and artsy i think yeah yeah she is moody in a good way <laughs> not like me i think eat up would be a fun one to do as a yes little episode i'll, I'll cut get back to it i'll Agreed. put my mystery men books aside and return to eat Also, on that same kind of note of like prose and recipe books, mm. I think we've both recently talked a lot about Ella Risbridger, right? Yes, you got me the book. Um, is it a year in miracles? A year in miracles? A year of miracles? A year of miracles. Yeah, her yeah. most recent one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she has also has like Midnight Chicken. Yeah, I think she, yeah. she would be a really good one to do actually as well. 
we can we can come back to these the 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 season of the contemporary global inspirational amazing women is not over it lives on it's not it's never over (laughs) this is just the dawn the the dawn of global contemporary international brilliant lovely women I'm sure there were lots more. I also, we, we talked about this. I'd like to do another, Nadia. I'd like to do another book of hers. I'd like a redemption for Nadia Hussein. Yeah. What did I say before? When he, I, I didn't say the word redemption. <laughs> I said the wrong word. You did? No, I think I said the wrong word. You, I think you said it. I think I said judgment day. No, you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> Under my breath. If only this was being recorded and we could check. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'd like to do another Nadia one. And, oh, yeah, like we said, Odia Hercules. Also, Sabrina Gayer, Gayer, I forget how to say her surname. Oh, she yeah. did Persiana. She just put out Persiana every day. I have Persiana. Can you say Persiana again? And please? it's great. Persia- Persiana. Persiana. Uh, yes, she would be another good one to do. There's just many. Can't think of any of them, but I'll just keep saying <laughs> so many. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> So many women in the world. Um, what was the book that you that most surprised you from this season? Either way, whether you were dis, you know, m- mostly disappointed or mostly uh, impressed. I think on the impressed side, it would be probably Nistissima by Georgina Hayden mm. because I, I don't, I guess I just wasn't exposed to a lot. Uh, when I think of vegan cooking, I think of like Bosch. <laughs> A nutritional mm. yeast and shit like that. And I wasn't expecting to be nooch, I think the kids call it. Um, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting to, yeah, to find so many that were very delicious and just used all kind of natural stuff. There wasn't really much mm. kind of substitutions or anything in there. Yeah, it's just great. I just like like whole food isn't it like whole like yeah that is that happens to be vegan yeah it's just great i I really like that um and i want to cook more from it but also on the kind of disappointed sad we're gonna put our sad faces on now a disappointed (laughs) one i would say maybe nadia bakes because Mm. it's so upsetting when a baking recipe doesn't go well like it's just because it, there's no pulling it back and I think I referenced that time but it really has scared me the time I tried to make a cake for Emmy and it was a back mango like buttercream one and it was in the oven forever and it just wasn't cooked in the middle and yeah. it like broke and you've spent all this money like and you've spent all this time and it's just very upsetting so I don't know I just think Nadia yeah based on that I love watching Nadia on TV and I find her you know really entertaining but I did when we were recipe testing recently uh, Vic and I for our partnership with Stolen Stitches and we were thinking about something hot cross bunny (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and um, (laughs) I was like trying to think of which cookbook to go to for a kind of base recipe and I went to Nadia's and I was like nah no, Nadia, not today. I'm not going to get burned by you. No. Unintended. So, yeah, that was a disappointing one. What about you? What surprised you the most? Not cross bonds, am I right? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Uh, also, M&S have uh, at the moment a sandwich in a hot cross bun, and that's just too far for me. We need to stop this madness. Although I saw, I like a new, every Easter there's a new, like, savoury hot cross bun which not everyone is down yeah. with, but I am. And I saw that, I think there's more, the more like cheese and Marmite ones out this year. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. So, See, it's always cheese. It's always cheese, yeah. Um, I think last year, Co-op, was, or the year before, Co-op did like a like a curry-spiced one. Oof. And... Don't know about that. That's... Or maybe there was like a more like a chai spice. But anyway, I would eat it. Uh, what was I? I was surprised, as I said in the episode about Mezcla, because I really wasn't expecting. I think it got a lot of hype, but I was just. I presume the hype was because it was. She's an Ottolenghi protege, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was so surprised, and that has just been such. It was a delight. It's such a delightful book. I've cooked other bits from it. I finally made the cornbread. Oh. I've made that chicken a few times. I just, it's, oh, it's such a good book. 
it's incredible i i was really surprised by that um and i also was surprised impressed about how much i loved dessert person yes claire saffitz has single-handedly reignited or ignited an excitement about baking that i didn't really have before that's high praise for me and i I love it. It's a beautiful book. The recipes, they just work, don't they? Like yeah, we, talking about we were making something for our, we were recipe testing and we used her dough and it's just great. Tastes delicious. It works. Like what she says is going to happen, happens. And, you know, shout out to the dessert person Reddit because I spent a lot of time on that as well. Um, <laughs> because it's just, in, you know, it's great to see how people, like loads of people just cook through her books. And I think that's great. Um, yeah there's one thing on here I in dessert person i really want to know what do you want to do what do you want to do from dessert person tell me the feta zatar flat flatbread with charred eggplant dip mm. oh, great i came across it again the other day and i was like Oof, why haven't i made that yet in my life so good some of the yeah i think the her savory recipes in that are great yeah oh she has a focaccia recipe why haven't i tried that yet Hannah, just, you know, just looking at Hannah's process here. Sorry. Of deciding what she's going to make for lunch. <laughs> it's just, we've said this before, right? It's so hard because you you cook from the cookbook for the for the episode and then you get the next cookbook. So that I just put the, the last one on the shelf. And then whenever you're looking for cooking inspiration, it has to be for the podcast. So it has to be the current book. And sometimes yeah. you don't get the time to kind of go back and digest the other book. Um no pun intended again and it's (laughs) yeah I I feel like I'm going to enjoy coming back to some of these after remembering them but so on that which ones have you come back to is there anything that you've just cooked over and over again this was what I was going to say earlier is um surprisingly it's Molly Baz cook this book I have come back to MB quite a lot I know that we want to talk about the recipe that we're going to keep coming back to, but it's the Caesar salad, the sea sal. I've made it so many times because it's just delicious. And I just really enjoy a Caesar salad now. Like, I just think it's great. Have it with like focaccia. And sometimes I'll do like a side of halloumi. And then it depends Mm -hmm. who I'm making it for but like it's just like a great weeknight dinner to me if somebody's coming around and it and like I'll often I make a big focaccia for myself at the weekends or something and obviously I can't eat it all so I just freeze what I haven't eaten and then you just bung that in the oven and heat it up when someone's coming over make the Caesar salad and it's just great I'll like adjust the anchovies depending on who it's for because some people are really not (laughs) sure about the anchovies um but also I made her the black sesame shortbread that's in there and that is a really great easy recipe that's just impressive and the shortbread is really Mm. crumbly and buttery it's delicious and the other thing that I've made a couple of times in there is the labna banana bread I think it's like brown butter as well yes and yeah I think uh it's so interesting actually because I'm I didn't think that I would, but I've found myself going back it to It is that interesting because you text me, you do text me all the time. We text each other all the time. <laughs> I just like just text We're me. friends, okay? Back off. <laughs> <laughs> but, and she'll say like, oh, I'm making this and Molly Bowers, I'm making this. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And it, 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 like, you know, she's not lying here. She, she's gone back to it a lot. You've Particularly that, yeah, that banana bread mm. and yeah, like you said, the Caesar salad. I went back to it this past weekend oh, yeah. after seeing... A TikTok, of course. I saw a TikTok of someone making her get well golden soup, chicken soup. Um, That's right. Which is, which is in that book. And I was like, I've got chicken thighs in the house. Chicken thighs in the house. A poop. And it may have changed my life. Wow. It. I was expecting it. It's just. It's just you you basically just cook a soup and it's got rice in it so it's like a gray it, it's kind of supposed to be the consistency of like a grain porridge like a congee it's or something just a variation of a chickeny rice book is that what you're saying <laughs> maybe i am but it's got loads of turmeric in it and you it's, it's just loads of spring onions nice and lo- it's like 10 spring onions 10 cloves of garlic chicken thighs rice turmeric water wow it does sound like it would make you feel better if you're feeling all well and then that lie like t- 
two juices of two limes go in as well and it just hit the spot for me great yeah 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 Uh, it's it's a good book i i i still maintain it could have more veggie stuff because yeah uh in that vein because what i make is that what i've made is like pretty easy and delicious the effort to impact ratio is 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 on point for molly baz that i would love to see that reflected in more veggie stuff from her well she just announced her new book right coming out later this year so hopefully that will have some veggie stuff what was the name of it again can't remember but it's in this beautiful red um interestingly we talked a lot about how great that book looks and i listened to a podcast with her recently uh that was really interesting and she was saying that that was one of her main things about that book about her book is that she wanted it to look and feel not like a normal cookbook Ah. so she had this like french design architecture company or some shit like design it for her um which is why it feels like such a different vibe what's it called more is more more, more is more, more is more. That sounds like her, doesn't it? How do you it? like it? How do you like it? How do you it? like it? How do you um, <laughs> But in the vein of books we keep coming back to as well, I think, obviously I'm going to say Mezcla here, for entertaining. If I want to yeah. make like a special dinner special, I will <laughs> inevitably look through that first. I made the miso butternut gnocchi thing that's in there before yeah and it was just great it's just just it's just a fantastic book for anyone who like entertain i think i yeah i think that is the interesting point about it is that like i probably wouldn't go to it for everyday stuff but if i'm looking for something impressive for to make for someone else then that would be like Mm. my go-to that's the first one i'm gonna pull off the shelf love you easter happy easter Love you, Easter. Bring another, <laughs> bring another okay. one yeah. out. We love it. We need to go to one of her events or her pop-ups or something. Because she does a lot and they look we great. We do. She did one in Bristol. It sold out in about three minutes. Yeah, she's got the, she's got the look. She's got the hype. Do you know what surprising, you know, recipe that I keep coming back to? No. It has become an absolute staple in this house. Is your Anna Jones uh avocado caper shut up herby pasta we eat it at least once a week no way that's mad i love it i'm i may be a bit obsessed with it it's just it's it's just got like i think you have to have like perfect not perfect like very good avocados obviously to get that I love it. It's it's yeah avocados capers lemon you put basil and some parsley i think in it um it just feels fresh it feels healthy it's like a perfect weeknight thing i love it oh i need to make that again actually it's very yeah zingy i i I, it doesn't feel Mm. heavy or rich actually yeah i think i need to make that again and yeah anna jones in general i need to come back to yeah me too i always think it's one of those that i think i should i should go and get anna jones because i've got whatever vegetables in and i I just don't. Well, we, we, you know, I was going to say we have time between seasons, but we don't. We'll, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> we don't. We don't. The hustle never stops. <laughs> so there weren't any books that we really disagreed on this season, though, were there? Like, I felt like we had similar impressions of everything. Yeah, I think so. Which is interesting because last season we really disagreed on some books, right? Like yeah, we were, mostly not, the French ones. Fall out about it, but. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was that time we stopped talking for a few weeks, but we won't. We won't bring. Yeah, but again. we don't talk about. That. Thank you, Larousse Gastronomique. <laughs> 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 Tearing us apart. <laughs> oh. No, I feel like yeah, we we were pretty much aligned on on everything, <laughs> which was reassuring to me. Like you know, you know with with Alia or with Nadia or whatever that it wasn't just me being shit (laughs) (laughs) it's always nice to learn that it's me that's shit um I wonder if that says you know whether that's a greater commentary about modern cookbooks compared to the older ones that they didn't give a fuck who who liked the recipes yeah that's true and and how they landed whereas now they're a bit more kind of universal 
And sh- surely more tested, like more thoroughly tested, yeah. right? I think I mentioned before reading about this woman in Wales who tests all the Ottolenghi recipes, but she's just like the yeah. last one. They're tested two or three times, with two or three other people before they even get to her. It's, it's, yeah. um, it's very interesting. And again, my dream job. Mm. Um, so <laughs> if you had to pick So the favorite... big question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you. I we didn't practice that bit. A fave. Look, I knew this question was coming and I've thought somewhat about it. I was going to say I thought long and hard about it, but I absolutely haven't um, thought really long and hard about it. I think it's Mezcla or Dessert Person. Interesting. But, you know, great. Mezcla is just, yeah just an absolute standout for me I feel like it really I mean when we were talking through the books I wonder if because we'd had a couple of episodes or a couple of books a couple of episodes rough episodes a couple of mental episodes (laughs) whether you know whether it was the whether it was mezcla or you know the the mental state we were in it's not you it's mezcla It was just, it was just so good. Um, but like I said, I have been back to it. I've made that chicken curry a few times, um, and it's great. I, I, I just really like mezcla. And then, like I said, dessert person, I, I feel like has changed. I, I really feel like it changed me. It, that, it's become a turning point in my life. Wow, dessert person. So I'd like to thank Claire. I'd like to thank Bon Appetit. I'd like to thank uh, Academy the academy i'd like to thank my parents um yeah so that's it that's it I've, i'm having two so and you can't stop me because this is my podcast <laughs> well i edit it so i can just you know i can just cut you off at most <laughs> um and you oh in a surprise you hold on to your seats listeners (laughs) it's gonna be a shocker it was alison roman no it's um (laughs) it is mezcla 100 percent. i adore the book i just love it i love how different it is i love how exciting and interesting it is there's still so many things i want to make i want to get a tortilla press i want to do all of these things and that's all because of Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make that prawn uh, lasagna yeah. that James A. Castor loves. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> I made also, I didn't get to eat it though. I hate that about baking. Well, you don't, you bake something for someone if it's a cake, you can't <laughs> leave, give it to them with a slice taken out of it. But I made her banana sesame maple cake that's in there. It's like a Ooh. round one. Um, it's like a round one, except it's round. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a round cake, but it's <laughs> round, round, But it has baby. no edges. <laughs> it has edges, surely. It just has no corners. <laughs> I have no edges. It's just okay. a blob. <laughs> what a dope. Um... But the people I gave it to said that it was delicious. Um, so it's more of like a puddingy cake than a cakey cake. It's quite soft. <laughs> it's like puddingy. It's like round. <laughs> it's like you have no idea how many times I edit myself saying the word like out of this podcast. It's the Irish. I read recently talking about, you know, women. Um that women say the word like more as a filler because they're so used to being interrupted <laughs> that by saying like you just keep talking so no one can interrupt you wow interesting yeah that's it i blame the patriarchy from for most shit dialogue <laughs> um, um should we quick fire some awards let's quick fire these awards what what Kill, if we were going to give awards out what would they be shaped like would they be kind of circular <laughs> It'd be kind of circular, kind of puddingy, kind of cakey. Um, I think they'd be no, shaped they like a be... peanut, a pecan. Oh, interesting. But I don't know if that's the most attractive shape. Kind of looks like 
a brain or something. The you know the pit. The no, French... That's a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, they we're fast becoming. I'm becoming the Jose Castro of this, and you're the smarter Ed Gamble. Um, there's the French pastry chef Cedric Grolet who does all these pastries that are you couldn't even call them pastries they're, they're like desserts that look like a fruit or a nut or something yeah and his videos are actually really good on instagram he's a bit of a knob but you know <clears throat> when i was doing my pastry thing everyone talked about him all the time and people would go on like expeditions to his bakery and stuff you have to queue outside for ages and it's like 20 quid for something that's like three bites but he did one recently that was a pecan and oh. the filling and everything looked delicious but ultimately it looked like a pecan <laughs> it didn't look that nice mm. It didn't have its, you know, golden luster. <laughs> okay. Uh, so no pecan awards for these guys. Um, <laughs> it would be it would be a cookbook, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would be. A or our faces, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe back to back, like our profiles. Oh my God, I love that. We should get that when I um. Do you know I lived in Japan? I don't know if I've mentioned it. Um, but when I was leaving I, Japan... I was just doing this because I mentioned my French pastry schooling. <laughs> yeah. Got to get it in. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> when I left Japan, one of my students, I was teaching English, one of my students gave me uh, a stamp, like a rubber stamp that they'd made with my face on it. <laughs> That was my face. I still have it. Uh, um, I know because every letter that you send me has it on the envelope. <laughs> You're acting like this. I is write a lot of letters. <laughs> um, what do you do with that stamp? I've literally never used it. It's it's in a box under my bed. I would um, use, but what? I would use that all the time. <laughs> it's quite big. Uh, well, but the thing is, right? I'm I'm very undistinctive looking like you know when you create like a nintendo me or whatever yeah. i've got no distinguishing features Same. i am like a, a white woman with a fat in a pointy <laughs> nose and like i have no and at the same time uh my friend hilson was also leaving and he got a stamp of his face and it looked exactly like him <laughs> because he's just <laughs> defined than me and i was like oh um but anyway I will, I'll dig it out and I'll uh, Please, stamp it for you. But Okay, so these awards, right? There are faces like they're carved into Mount Rushmore. I'm glad we've agreed okay. on that. Great. Uh, award for the best looking book, Hannah. Oh, shit. This is meant to be quick fire. <laughs> and I'm not ready. Maybe dessert person? Or controversially, Dining in by Alison Roman. Like, it looks really nice and really clean. It does. Shame about how it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Sorry! Fired. Don't at me. Talk about crossfire. Um, what would you say for that? <laughs> Roman got caught in a crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would you say is the best looking book? Best looking. Um, yes, Dessert Person, but also In Praise of Veg. Yeah. That's a beautiful book. I think this speaks to whether we, I like a lot of like monochrome and you know I'm not very good at like wearing color or using color mm. and you're better at color and I think for the monochrome gals it's maybe Alison Roman and for the color gals it might be Alice <laughs> best bon appetit alumnus Claire Saffitz hands down more than Molly Baz yeah yeah She's um, Claire Saffitz is so smart to me and talented that I think she's amazing. Surely she's your yeah. BA. Yeah, she is. She's my BA alumnus of the year. <laughs> your bay, your BA bay. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. Disappointment of the, of the season. No, not it. Nadia. Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Because I, and I hate to say it. Yeah, me too. But it is because if. It would probably be between Alison and Nadia for me, but Alison's worked at the end of the day, right? There weren't any big failures. It was just that maybe there wasn't enough flavour for my liking. Mm. Um, and Nadia's just technically didn't work, which was a shame. Shame, shame. Yeah. Shame, 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 shame. Best photography. That's Alison Roman for me. Yeah. I think 
it's a like that yeah the photography is just perfect it, it really like it speaks to me it's it's very aspirational it's it's pictures of like the 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 dinner parties I wish I could have true you know? yeah I think I'm with you on that and the nails you wish you could have and the New York apartment you yeah. wish you could have and yeah yeah it's Instagrammy yeah the Instagrammy oh, goes to <laughs> which of the season's books are you most likely to give as a gift or have you given as a gift I haven't given any as a gift because I'm not a very nice person but um I think I would have mm, to fair. Um, I think our listeners understand that. <laughs> what a winch. I, That's a joke. My s- brother-in-law or my sister were looking for one for each other and I recommended East because I know that they mm. love Asian flavours and they were when they got it, they were really excited. So I think East is a really good one to give us a gift and it's accessible. I, I, again, I would be kind of maybe um inclined to say mezcla here but it might be a bit like i don't know a bit much for some people or a bit intimidating or something Mm. uh i think east is like the perfect accessibility level and is inspiring at the same time so i think i'm gonna say east on that one my girl mira Mm. and it's beautiful right east is very pretty um and yeah like say accessible have you given any yeah, I gave Mezcla to my friend and sister-in-law, uh, Sophie, the same person. That's the same person. I'm saying that she's both my friend and my sister-in-law. Um, I gave it to her because she she loved that episode, she said. And also when I made the cornbread yes. uh, from it, she was there and tasted it and really liked it. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to get that for her in the hope that she can create some lovely things um but i agree about east as well i think it's a really great book to give and not like yeah not intimidating so no yes we don't like intimidating actually can i give a late shout out for photography no yeah i'm gonna do it anyway um (laughs) how to (laughs) how to eat a peach Diana Henry, I think, has absolutely beautiful photography as well i should have said that i think also even though i haven't really seen that book um that to me was the one that like a surprising one that that was a kind of standout surprise for me that it was so good and so innovative and exciting um I didn't expect that yeah more of that please Diana but more veggie stuff please I think that was my only kind of critique disaster recipe of the season oh Nadia we're back at you with my orange and lemongrass meringue oh, yeah. curd tart oh the picture of that <laughs> oh I, it haunts my dreams it haunts your that dining table that could have been right? so good doesn't it, doesn't it like ooze out everywhere yeah honestly cleaning that up sucked um <laughs> yeah that was it for me how about you was it the tiny biscuit shower that you're no (laughs) tiny biscuit shower that's a great band name (laughs) i literally am now daydreaming about being showered in tiny biscuits and i'm okay with it um (laughs) no i think mine would be the cauliflower soup from home food by ollie hercules oh i just couldn't make it work like the texture was just not there and the flavor and the docker was fine i used that on different stuff after but just the soup itself was oh it's put me off it put me off soup for a little bit to be honest oh um that's not good no so again you know i'd love to see if i put that up on the website actually recently because you could see it on the um, google books link you know how sometimes you can preview. oh nice um yeah 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 so if anyone has made that please just tell me if you did and if it was good and if i did something horribly wrong because i'm not about to reattempt anytime soon but i'd love to know where i went wrong on that one you can tell that was bad because you didn't take a photo of it right we had to put a picture from the book off on insta <laughs> do you know what i just didn't want to you eat just... it it just sat in the pot for ages and mm. then it was too long it's too long in there so it's such a shame. That's a crying shame. Ay, ay, ay. Um, um, and finally, to end on a high note, I don't have an answer prepared uh, for this. Stand up. <laughs> well, think of one. Okay. What is your standout 
slash favorite recipe of the season? Is it the Caesar salad? Um, standout would be, you know, my daily standout. Maybe <laughs> is that a thing? Um, <laughs> I think it might be the bean with roasted onion aioli from Mez Clark. Mez Clark. That was a great mm. dish. And the, the, the egg omelette in that one too. The omelette noodles with the charred yeah. red pepper sauce. I've made that since. And I just, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. What's your, oh, also maybe the Bombay rolls. They're a great one. Yes. Oh, my mouth. Yeah, I've made them. those since. Have you? I haven't eaten anything today. Why have I done this? I've come on here hungry. Rookie mistake. Terrible mistake. What's your um mine is probably the chicken curry from Mezcla yeah. or the potato dumplings from uh, Alice Zaslavsky oh. with the onions and mushrooms in the middle not the ones from Home Food the ones from Alice Zaslavsky's In Praise of Veg which I've thought about a lot since because they're little dip as well with the like, grated tomato and garlic oh, oh. oh great yeah I want to make them they're something different aren't they I've never I've never made anything like that what a bunch of gals mm. Really. Bravo. Love them. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we love Bravo you. applause to you all. <laughs> Doug is now wagging his tail beside me. He thinks I'm clapping at him. No, you're a boy. Good job, dog. <laughs> no, boy's here. Shall, <laughs> shall we talk a little bit about... Shall we rate? <laughs> what I thought you were going to say then. Let's rate ourselves out of pecans uh, <laughs> for the season. Um, um, no. Yes, let's talk about what's next. What's next for us? What's next in our journey? <laughs> well, we thought, you know, season one was the list. Season two was the women. And we thought... <laughs> Now it's really time. We're going to ask a Roman with this. We're going to go to middle-aged white men because we just think they're not getting the platform that they deserve. Underrepresented chefs. No. I've bought Marco Pierre White's back catalogue and we're good to go. Gordon Ramsay, here we come. Batman, honestly. How does he turn up at like the Super Bowl, Gordon Ramsay? How does it, you know, why? Why? How has he got this I don't know. level? That's another episode. I have a crush on Gordon Ramsay. That's what I'm, I'm going to put. I'm putting it out there. You do not. Do you? I do. <laughs> I am actually Anyway, shocked. let's move on. Season three. Oh, wow. She wants to swear this one. I would go as far as to say this is the, the revelation of the season. <laughs> uh, we'll put it in the uh, quote for Instagram. Um, <laughs> yes, season three. Sorry. So... We want to be freed from the shackles of the theme. <laughs> and we... Hannah's dog is coming to frame, and that's what the little jingling you can hear. Oh, he's, he's getting a little belly raw from Hannah. Um, <laughs> he, he season three is Doug's choice. We is Doug's choice, and he would like uh, the sausage cookbook. <laughs> Sorry, look, we we digress sorry. around crushes and around doggies and around sausages. We are going themeless for season <laughs> themeless underwear. <laughs> season three themeless. <laughs> um. We are going to try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Bish bash bosh. <laughs> also, it's where well, we won't be doing any bosh cookbooks. Uh, working um, title, yeah, the themeless, <laughs> the themeless season. <laughs> <laughs> the wild card season. Themeless season. And the season is yeah. Um, <laughs> Hannah is literally crying. <laughs> Really tickled me. Sorry. I mean, I was going to call it the wild card season, but I really like theme. Theme. <laughs> I was losing it, and dog is losing it. We're all losing it. Um, so excited for season three. Season three. Um. So yes, we are. We are going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're still obviously going to be doing cookbooks. Uh. But we're gonna kind of we're gonna do the secret. Pick some for each other. We're gonna 
We're going to keep a secret. No, oh, we're going to do the book, The Secret. It's just like, we're just really opening up the, the uh, this is a terrible joke and I'm going to move on. Um, yeah, we thought we... We're manifesting. We could have some fun with this. So take nominations from you guys for like maybe fun or like vintage ones that you've seen. We're probably going to force each other to do some ones, do like a choice. <laughs> Hannah's choice. Yeah and come couple little challenges maybe maybe a drinks book it's gonna be fun yes guys and it's not like when your manager at work says that something's gonna be fun because <laughs> that is ultimately a lie <laughs> this is gonna be this is not a team building icebreaker <laughs> what's your fun fact that you say about yourself at those things that you fancy garden ramsey <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no it's that i often say that i uh when i was like 10 i got to the national championships of um kim's game do you know what that is no yeah exactly it's um you know that game where you have a tray of stuff and you have to remember what's on the tray and then they cover it off and you realize we were in the presence of you know celebrity royalty gaming royalty what do you say i don't like peas <laughs> do you no, not like that's peas? a lie it used to be i didn't used to like peas and now i like them but i've just stuck to it as my fun fact because it's punchy and it generally mm. i don't know just gets the spotlight off of me very quickly Okay. Yeah, fair, or, fair you thought. know, it depends on the crowd. I might say I'm a qualified pastry chef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good, that's an all right one. Depends how much of a wanker I'm okay with sounding. Um, thank you all so much <laughs> for joining us on this beautiful journey. Sorry about this degradation into chaos towards the end of this episode. Show us your tips. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your. T- <laughs> No, we're going to go now. Bye. Thank you for listening. But thank you for sticking with us this season. And I hope you'll stick with us for season three, which is going to be better than it sounds. (laughs) Promise. (laughs) It's going to be great. I'm really excited for this. I know. I'm excited too, but I feel like we we haven't... um, Because we're going themeless, I think we're not... We're not going to. Uh, it doesn't. We can't wrap it up tightly in a bow like we could with the previous two. So, but it, listen, look. Let's just let's just go. We'll be back, and also we'll be back really soon, as in very soon, because nobody's having a baby. Nobody needs any time out right now. No, we're um, both in. Um, there's no more episodes. <laughs> we're in, but as you can tell, we're both in great mental states. So, uh, off we go. <laughs> Choo-choo! All aboard the season tree train. <laughs> we love you all and thank you very much. And see see you thank soon. You. <laughs> see you for season three. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Cookbook Circle. If you enjoyed it, please do subscribe and leave us a review as it helps others to find us. You can see how recipes from this episode turned out on our Instagram at Cookbook Circle. And if you make anything from the books we talk about, don't forget to tag us. See you next time. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.